Hey, this is the Foster's After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we're breaking down Season 5, Episode 2, called Exterminate Her. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Welcome, welcome, welcome. How's everybody doing? Great, Jack. Doing how are good. you? I'm so good. Thank you for asking, Jillian. Sure. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Fantastic. Yes. Um, let's do some intros. Steph is out on assignment this week. She'll be back next week. Hannah, tell us your name and we can find you online. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm Hannah Pritchard. You all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude. I thought we were going to sing, like, my name is Jillian. I love to Why dance. Why would you think that? I don't know. You were like... I was ready to You said going. Hannah Double. That was, I don't know. Anyway, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Love, and I promise I won't sing the song unless you want to sing it. Oh, I don't sing, but thank you so much. Okay. Uh, and I'm Jeffrey Masters. I'm uh, verified on Twitter at Jeff Masters One. <laughs> Wait, can we all take a We need to have a moment because um, Jeff uh, reached a really monumental occasion this week. Uh, he is now Twitter verified. Um, can we get a round of applause in the booth? Oh, we okay. Can we get a round of applause here? Yes, we can. We can. Thank you so much. I want to thank the Academy. I want to thank Robert Quinn. Uh, hey, you and know, his turtleneck. I just have this turtleneck. I want to thank uh, bed skirts everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just feel like the next step up in my career will only be the presidency. I and would agree now with that. it's actually impossibly possible. <laughs> um, but that is um, a different discussion, I guess, than what we're going to talk about now for Exterminate Her. So let's exterminate this episode. Let's, oh, let's do okay. it. Okay, Garrett, let's get rid of it right now. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it's kicked off with the congratulations party for Callie. Oh, we yes. find out that she all charges are dropped, mm-hmm. and that everything worked out. And I really was obsessed with the reaction of the moms because um, we were rewarding good behavior. We were teaching her that these things, as long as they work out and you literally survive, it's okay. Well, to Kerr, who I was so happy to see again. That's, yes, what he was teaching. But did he know about her going off with uh, I don't believe he knew. I don't believe he knew. That's a really great point. Yeah. So, and I wish they would have shown that conversation because they implied that they were going to tell him. But did they? Or did we just imply that they were going to tell him? I think maybe it was one of those viewer things where it's like, I think the viewers can figure out that they spoke about it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. we don't know at when they did. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it, this is reinforcing bad behavior. Having yeah. a, a cake. Mm-hmm. A half chocolate, half vanilla cake. A half chocolate, half vanilla cake. <laughs> you know? So. I was trying to, like, decide which bakery from L.A. that was from. You know? Like, I don't eat cake, but I love cake. <laughs> so you Could, know I all the bakeries? I couldn't figure it out. Jillian's one of the rare it. people in L.A. who's allergic to gluten, yeah. not by choice. Yeah. So, like, I can't just have a piece of cake. But, like, Callie did, and she seemed to enjoy it. Um... Mariana did. I mean, I was really shocked that both of the moms are sort of uh, in sync with each other in this moment with uh, the treatment of Callie. Obviously, Steph is much more, let's say, emotionally agitated over the situation. And rightfully so. I mean, she was banging on the trunks of cars last episode, hoping and praying that her daughter wasn't dead. Um, You know, I think that this is kind of the tough love, the consistent tough love that might just bring Callie out of the sort of, like, funk that she's been in. Yeah. I think that's such a great point because we, like you said, uh, this was a hard thing for Seth to go through as well as the mom. And we, in this episode, saw her dealing with, you know, PTSD, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Not only with the, the, like, she almost lost her daughter and, like, horrible things that have happened to her. And I think it's good that the show shows us these things happen and they don't just go away. Right. It was sad watching 
Callie, for Callie though, also watching her reaction and imagining being that age and responding to people that you love but also became your parents at such a late time in life, also telling you like the way that you are is not acceptable and like understanding why they're saying that. You know what I mean? And I like in regards to the fact that she is only 17 years old, Callie actually handles it very well, but like I can't imagine being told by somebody at that age that the way that I was was wrong yeah. and not because I'm necessarily a bad person, but just because I'm not making choices that are good for my life. Yeah, and it's fascinating to see Callie's coping mechanisms yeah. because she doesn't throw a temper tantrum like Jesus. You know, she doesn't throw a temper tantrum. She just <laughs> says, right. she like shuts down and she just processes what's going on. Yeah. Oh, are you kicking me out? Right. Am I going to live with Robert Quinn? Mm-hmm. Right. And she's also really quick in her decision making. I mean, she's always been that's very consistent with her character, but it's always the um, knee jerk reaction to everything. Yeah. She's, I would hope at this point, she's slowly starting to process situations. I think it's just take, there's a little bit of a disconnect. I think it's taking her a really long time to process situations. I mean, we saw it in this episode, especially with the, um, the dismissal of the art project. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want it. She had it in her mind. I'm not going to use this. I don't want it. And then, it took her a full day to realize, oh my God, or whatever it was, the time period. This show always messes me up with the time period. But (laughs) it took her a couple hours to realize, like, oh my God, I made a mistake. Isn't that a a skill that people learn at this age, though? That, like, their actions have consequences and you just think about, like, what consequence you want before you act? It's so hard because I feel like everybody's different. Like, I was the type of kid that, like, I was uh, an old soul. So every decision I made was sound, pretty much. I really, like, rarely made bad decisions. I was, like, a kid that was literally, like, by the books. That does you know? not surprise me. Nope. No, but I mean, like, <laughs> my parents really freaking had it easy. I don't even know if they're watching. But, no, they really did have it easy. And same thing with my brother. We really, like, so I processed at a young age. Maybe it has to do with what she's been through and just sort of, you know, the experience that she's had from the beginning to now takes her a little bit more time but I mean she's almost 18 like I feel like these are common sense things like take take a beat well especially like I feel like I started under that understand that stuff more when I was in college and realized I had to my the consequences of my actions directly affected me like you know what I mean like I was the only person to suffer those consequences not like my parents, you know what I mean? When it was on my parents, I didn't fully understand the negative yes. reaction. But then when I was the only one having to deal with it, like, you went and spent all this money and did this dumb thing and missed class or something. I suffered the consequences and, like, full on knew that. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's when it became. And her growth could be stunted in this regard because she oh, also totally. has been focused on learning, like, survival skills. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that has been where all of her focus is. Also, though, I, I mean, I still see people my age that like make poor decisions. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm not, I and totally I'm not do. saying like I'm like you know this like morally like perfectly sound being like I make dumb decisions all the time. But <laughs> I mean, I've always I learned from a young age to just like take that beat, decide is this what you really want? And yeah. I don't know, maybe like kids should be taught that at a young age. I feel like that's a really useful skill for the toolbox. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that everything we're saying made the moment so much like bigger. Oh, when yeah. Callie came home and smiled and she's like, I'm there and let me audit. I'm going to go to art school. And she was so happy and it was jarring to watch for me because I've never seen her that giddy. Oh, yeah. And even at the end, it's so weird because these moments of when Callie is genuinely happy 
we forget that we don't really have that many moments of her getting to be genuinely happy. And it's, like, heartbreaking because <laughs> it's lovely. Well, this was, like, so this was, like, a good thing that happened and that was her reaction. But usually it's her being bad that makes her happy. <laughs> yeah. Like, Ooh. oh, I'm going to, like, go make but out honestly, with this boy. Same, I'm going to do this. and Which, which I get because that's totally you, Jeff. But, you know, <laughs> you're just, you want to be bad all the time. I do. And that's why, like, uh, how many times have I called one of you girls and be like, oh, I'm handcuffed to the bed. Uh, <laughs> they're in traffic. I'm here for three more hours. Can someone bring me a shake? Like, I, I wish you would um, stop actually, calling. Actually, remember that time I unlocked you, but you didn't try to sleep with me? Uh, 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 <laughs> well, I wasn't not not trying to. Oh, oh. Uh, okay, right. back to Callie. Here's my question. She has all, she was had a big photography phase a couple of seasons ago. Mm-hmm. Can that not be part of her portfolio? That's what I was wondering. I was like, I know you got stuff, sis. Like, yeah, I think it has to do, it's the all, it's the full embodiment. I used to date an artist. Um, so he had, um, he had photographs, um, sculptures. Like, yeah. that was like all a part of the portfolio. So, um, but it's exhausting to create. And I get that's why the teacher was like, you know, you really need a full year to put all these pieces together. What have you been doing? Like, without realizing, like, actually who this girl is. Right. Yes, but I like that she asked for help on the project. She didn't ask for extension. Nope. She didn't ask for you to, like, let me, like, have one free. Right. Um, I think that that is a showing, speaking for maturity, that shows a sign of maturity. Agreed. I immediately started counting how many siblings and people were in her life. I'm like, you can draw a picture of that person. You can do, which I bet she'll end up doing some project at some time that like shows all of them in her life. I hope that she does a family portrait with yes. Anna and all uh, of them. Yeah, like, but like, no, like the core, Jesus, Mariana, Anna, and Gabe. Like, that would be, like, really sweet. And, and I also um, think it would piss the mamas off, so it'd be a good storyline. Yeah, I was going to say, and break everybody's heart. What are you trying to do? <laughs> Like, Terry's clearly already having, like, an issue with Gabe. With happiness comes heartbreak. This is just, this is the Foster's (laughs) life. We know. We know. Like, come on. Um, I don't know. There's there's a lot of (laughs) options. I, I, I think that, like, we could definitely repurpose the Cena project and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, I don't see why, like, Mariana can't help her build, like, an artistic robot. You know, there's, like, there's artistic family members. That's a true statement. Perhaps, you know, Gabe has been really helping out. Maybe he wants to help Callie with it. I don't know where that could lead. But Gabe really was a point of contention in this episode. I know. But yeah. didn't you? Uh, I felt so bad when she showed up there with the brand new art set. Oh, my God. Because she can't not be grateful. But it's also, like, I'm not that girl. I promise. Yeah, right? And at the same time, it's like, which is pretty much happens, I feel like, to anybody in life when they show up the first day at a place that they feel like they are unqualified to be. Something always goes wrong where everybody ends up looking at you and you're like, yeah, I'm not supposed Yeah. Cool. Hey. And with the art set, mm. it's a signifier of privilege. Of oh, which yeah. she's not accustomed. Everyone and she's not used at to. her. Yeah. Well, and it also, in my opinion, if somebody were to do that for me, I'd be like, great. Now I'm not going to look like a serious artist when I walk into this place because I got this brand new set that's never been touched. And everybody's going to be like, who's this kid who showed up? Like, I want the grungiest looking thing so it looks like I've been doing this for a long time. Now I just look dumb. <laughs> that and that I, my dad didn't just buy this for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's probably still a price tag on it. Yikes. Oh. I did like Jimena, though. I loved her. I liked her, too. Right? And did I, I say her, her name pants. right? I, I don't know, because we, we only heard it. So. We, I heard it once I only. think it was Jimena. Jimena, right? yeah. Okay, we can call her that for she now. She was really freaking cool. I think, hopefully, she opens Callie's eyes to sort of, like, discovering herself 
Maybe some like art therapy. I think it's already working. We yeah. saw the mom's necklace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think and that we've was seen the first that. time we brought up. They've brought up Callie's mom in a really long time. Yeah. It also, I love her description because she said it's all I have left of her, and I think it's a nice line that the writers wrote to show the audience, like, oh, she's kept this so private and so safe. She hasn't even worn it, and that's yeah. why we haven't seen it in mm-hmm. season five. Yeah, that's true. I'm obsessed with the art school fashion. What the people are wearing. Hamena, I loved her pants. Yes. <laughs> also, listen, I love Derby Girls. Uh, yes. I'm so happy with that storyline. I want to see more of that. Also, 90%, this is a rough statistic, 90% <laughs> that I made up, but um, the vast majority of Derby Girls are queer. And I want Hamena really? to be queer. And when she was helping her out, I was like, wait, does Hamena assume that Callie might be? Well, I from the text, I was like, ooh, are we going to get a storyline with Callie, like, in that sense? Which I would totally dig. But also, I wouldn't totally dig because I'm not dead on Aaron. Yeah, he's going to be around. I'm excited You know what that. I mean? Like, oh, I still very much want her and Aaron to pursue a relationship. I agree. Yeah. So maybe, like maybe she's Polly. I was gonna say so like I know Jeff can is just get, like, like all jealous. about he's like queer exploration on TV, which I think <laughs> I am too because it's really important because I feel like people need to watch television and see themselves on TV. Oh totally, yeah they um, do. So I, I think that that would be really exciting, and I don't, I wouldn't sleep on it. I think the Fosters would do something like that if there's gonna be any show, it's gonna be the show. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, so like I'm cool with Jimena being jealous, but like don't get in the way, American. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, or they can just be girlfriends. I mean, yeah. like, like girl friends. Well, yeah. And I think now I could be wrong, and or could have gotten faces confused. But it looked like when they showed the series like trailer last week that it looked like Mariana was going to end up doing the roller derby. I didn't see that, but that was mm. awesome. Maybe. Mariana, like, is really an angry little girl inside, so maybe it would help with her aggression. <laughs> she needs a singer project now. What if she's like, I'm going to build a roller rink? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to be the star. Oh, my God. Um, before we continue with this episode, uh, we just want to quickly talk about The Sinner, which is the new USA limited series with Jessica Biel. It Have you guys seen it? so good. I saw the poster today the when posters. I was driving. I've not seen it. Yes. It comes out August 10th. I believe, yeah. No, um, August, excuse me, Wednesday, August 2nd at 10 Mm o'clock, 9 Central. Uh, Jessica Biel is also a producer on it. And uh, Bill Pullman, Christopher (gasps) Abbott. Remember him from Girls? Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's a cool thing because it's not who did it. Because you know going into the series that Jessica Biel did it. You just don't know why she did it. It meaning a violent crime. She killed her husband. Um, Justin Timberlake? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) She killed Justin Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So everyone sees her do it, but they can't explain why she did it. Mm. And she is the sinner. It's based on a book. The book was fantastic. Uh, And so that comes out August 2nd. Dude, I haven't even seen a preview and you just sold me on it. I'm over here like, tell me more. Oh, there's posters all over town. I Jessica love Biel. a guy. I try not to look at them. She looks wet in the posters. Yeah. Uh, but that's on USA, uh, USA Network, August 2nd, and it premieres at uh, 10, 9 Central. It's I a love Wednesday. That. We're going to watch. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Um, back to the Fosters. Mm-hmm. I want to briefly talk about Browley. They had a moment. I got chills or tingles. Oh, I don't why know. did we you feel- get tingles? Because it's nice to see them together and in such, like, a normal scene. Okay, yes. Like, it was just... But I still got, like, that... You. Um, I agree. I thought you were getting tingles because of their chemistry, but I brought it up because I think it's, like, there was not, and I liked this brother-sister vibe. I thought there was chemistry. (laughs) But but not, like... normal chemistry, but... 
It, it was platonic to me. It was electric. Yeah, that's to why me. I don't understand why you're bringing it up because it wasn't a Bradley <laughs> moment to me. I'm like oh, rude. Like, oh, was, I'm sorry. Should we should we move on for the topic, Hannah? No, but what? No. So hold on. I only want hold them on. in that. No, I'm just. Kidding. I'm like happy with where their characters are right now, but the scenes that they have together, it's obviously evident that there's still a connection, but it's so it's very normal now. So for all those fans that are like obsessed with this and like the fandom is very real and very alive mm-hmm. because they're on Twitter all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just like he picked her up from the roller rink and like it yeah. was kind of nice and he asked her about her day and, and then she asked him about Grace. Yeah. yeah, which I did I did like but only because the like, you know, little sap in me that wants it to come back to them or whatnot. I always like when people aren't dating but like become so close that they can give each other advice on other dating because then you're like man you're like getting even closer you know what I mean you can talk about everything you're like trust and honesty is like getting even deeper so that when like it comes back around and they're together they're like unstoppable I would not be surprised if we didn't get a single Brally moment in the entire season if we didn't? For season 5A. For the 5A. If we did not. Yeah. I mean, I think that from what we've gotten from the creators, whether that's in You're person right. or on social media, I think that everyone is, like, doing their own thing right now. And I think that the writers are really passionate about allowing them to sort of explore their youthhood. And they're both about to turn 18. And it's like, there are a lot of things to look forward to and to look ahead on. So I get not wanting them to... Wanting them to live their lives because I do feel like it's important yeah. for you to go out and yeah. live your life, date other people, do your thing, be an adult. This is the greatest family in the world, right? Yeah. They've support systems out the wazoo. Yeah. They've lovely kids, which are amazing siblings. And if Brandon and Callie choose to date, they cannot enter in that relationship lightly because it could tear everything apart. Yeah, they're going to wait until they go to college and then they may bring the conversation back up. Oh, so no, I want them to go to separate colleges and then if they, they are will. end up together, they end up like at like 20, like two or four. When they do the like four years ahead kind of like jump. Oh, right. The uh, the classic finale move. Yeah, exactly. Oh my this God. is where they are now. Don't worry. They ended up together. I yeah. don't know. I thought it was a sweet moment. I thought that it gave the fans what they have been craving, which is any scene with Brandon and Callie That's solo true. together um, without, you know, giving them like a, a steamy moment. I mean, there were there was definitely some steamy moments. Can we move on to... No, I have one more question about that scene. Okay. Um, It doesn't have to do with Bradley, however. Um, (laughs) Uh Callie was in the kitchen, Uh and there was, like, lovely subway tile in the kitchen that I've never seen before. Is that new? Is this, like, a new part of the set? It was where the coffee maker was. What? I'm just, like, big on home design, and I, like, I didn't like notice this, tiles. but I would have loved that. If anybody I, can screen grab the tile for Jeff, he's verified now, oh, so he deserves this. Oh, no, no, I saw the tile. Um, I, I don't need to see it again. I just need to know if it was new, because subway tiles are a very cool, trendy thing, and, like, did the parents put it in recently? I'm just curious Maybe about Maybe Gabe did it. I don't know. I they don't had know. A, Gabe did it. Okay. They had a plumber <laughs> fix their bathroom. I don't know. <gasps> oh, my God. Was that Deb or Barb? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I forgot about that. I just typecasted that, like, butch lesbian. But you, you did. did. You did. I know every butch I know is named as Deb. That's a different discussion. <laughs> um, okay, guess we can talk about the steamy moment between Brandon and Grace, especially known as Grandon. Is that is what? that is that it? Grandon, great Bra- brace. brace, 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 brace. I would say brace. I don't know. I'm I don't gonna... know. Fandom, tweet me. Actually, I don't want to discuss it. We'll just call it Grandon. Everybody, brace yourself. I've made the decision. Thank you. This is not a popular vote. <laughs> so, were you guys onto it to begin with that she was trying to seduce him? You, I was. Not when she originally called him, but when he showed up, absolutely 110%. My immediate red flag was, if you were really stuck 
why would you not cover up with a pillow? She was like, hello. Right? Or call somebody else but a male that you have kissed before. You yeah. know what I mean? You're yeah. like, oh, please, let me have him come over so he knows that I was thinking about sleeping with somebody else. You're like, clear cover-up and a cover-up when you're like, oh, maybe he's not interested in me that way. I'll just tell him I'm seeing somebody else, so I'm not. I found it very thrilling to see a female discuss sexual desire and to go after a guy. Agreed. I was like, yeah. And she brought up Fifty Shades. I was like, I love this college girl. Yeah, right? I, I love know. her. Brandon likes his older girls. And then to try to, like, bring it back around and be, like, cute and sexy again and re-handcuff them, but do it on the, like, wrong arms where they can't move. It was, like, so, I thought that was a super cute, like, little, oh, well, we tried. Yeah, when Brandon was confessing to her about Juilliard, I, um, I was expecting him to talk about Courtney. And, like, I, like, lived with my girlfriend and her kid. And, like, I, like, wanted to raise him. And I miss Mason every day. And then I wanted this discussion to go into, like, a confession of every mistake through all seasons. And then it ends with her being like, how old was Danny, though? It was your stepmom? They weren't married? (laughs) Oh, my God. Never forget. Brandon lost his virginity to a 49-year-old. You are so right. And I can't believe that I have forgotten about that He likes older women, honey, from the beginning. But I legit thought it was going to be about Courtney also, not really the Juilliard Thing. I thought it would more so be like, you know, the, my last relationship, I played daddy. Like, would that not freak you out? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I would want to know. I don't care if you got, like, your acceptance to Juilliard was revoked, but if you were mm-hmm. playing daddy before, I'd be like, <laughs> we might be on two different pages. <laughs> I did love her little uh, making one bold decision a day because I've been doing that. Have you? I need to yeah. start doing that. But, like, so she said one decision that scares you, but I've been doing one bold decision a day. So isn't that like a um like a like rewritten Eleanor Roosevelt quote? I don't know. I don't know. I just decided like my life's been a little boring, so like let's make one decision that I wouldn't usually make a day. What did you do today? Um I haven't made the bold decision yet. It's gonna be while we do this, I have a feeling. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now it has to be. <laughs> but I have some time before I go to sleep. So I we'll, love see. That. we'll see. I do too, but I'm constantly wanting my life to be more boring. I'm like, whenever I stop. <laughs> I, I think that's an Eleanor Roosevelt quote. My actually my bold decision today was being really tired with a migraine, but I still came in to hang out with y'all. Oh <laughs> hey, that's so hey, bold. Hey. Actually, it, I mean something else will probably happen, but okay, so, it. so if you're watching live, which if you want to do we do uh, like 6.05, 6.10 Pacific Standard Time mm-hmm. on Tuesdays. Uh, tweet at Jillian yeah. and let us know yeah, um, what the Eleanor Roosevelt quote is. <laughs> let us know if you saw the subway mm-hmm. tile and if you've ever seen it before. And also, I have one more thing you need to let us know about. Um, brace, but they told me that it's Brace already. Oh, mm-hmm. it's Grandin? Perfect. Um, <laughs> it's, tell, tell me this. Is this a... When we saw... Now I have all these names in my head. When we saw the dad, Gabe, I was thinking Grace. When we saw Gabe shirtless, I was like, is this CW? Like, what what network are we watching? Like, Jillian's face, like, you freaked out so much that you nearly broke out in tears, I felt like, when I looked at you. Like, like, you so overwhelmed. such a beautiful man. He's beautiful. I hope to tell him in person when he comes in at the end of the season. You know what's so weird, though, is because I didn't even have, like, an extreme outward reaction. But when you, like, stopped and said something, like, looked over at me, I was like... It's so weird because I kind of zoned out just focusing on how tight his skin was over his abs <laughs> that I wasn't even, like, having, like, a full reaction to it. I just was zoned in on that, that I couldn't even, like, come back out with you to be like, I know, because I was thinking about it so hard. That is so funny because it literally had no effect on me whatsoever because I'm just, like, immune to that, I guess, from, like, seeing it in the mirror every day. <laughs> and so it just, like, it, just, it didn't do anything for me. Oh, I believe that, Jeff. Personally. <laughs> 
<laughs> when he got the door and Mariana answered, all I could think of is not Mariana, but Sierra, who's actually like a full-grown actual woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then you have to remember, it's like, hey, dad. Yeah. Ugh. And that's True. when it brought me out of it. And I was like, oh, that's her dad. Oh, okay. Aww. All right, Truth. that's her dad. And she had her eyes on somebody else. Oh, my God, Wait. she did. This is maybe my most, like, favorite thing ever. I yeah, need- that was one of my most favorite moments I've seen in a hot minute on the show. Yes, yeah, so we're talking about these, the neighbor's son. Oh, oh do yes, we know his name yet? Oh, yes, we did are. Did they say his Do name? we know? I forget his name. I Troy? Know. I Why do I feel like name? it's Troy? No, 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 we've had a Troy. Do you think it's just because he had the jacket on with the T on it and, like, I don't know. <laughs> um, so, my favorite tweet so far, and, like, obviously I'm up for competition right now, so you guys can, like, continue to tweet me funny things, but I tweeted during the show, Mariana's boo is a snack, and somebody replied, nope, he's a full-course meal. <laughs> and that was Williams underscore Takaya. So, I love that. Thanks, Boo. Appreciate that. It made me smile. That's so funny. Oh my god. He's a snack, though. Well, Whoa. Also, Don't. their like little chemistry, like the way she was looking at him. And oh, him little back chemistry. Her. I wouldn't say little. That was like that was Mariana, the woman, being like, "Yes, I want yes. you. Yes, I'm gonna have you." All I want in life is them to have like the cups on the string that stretch from windows ah. across the yard. I have done that to people. Or like I the Taylor Swift too. video. And then you look inside, and it's actually like their cell phone on a speaker. They're like, oh, that's how it works. Uh, oh, my God. I want them to date. Yeah, it felt like mm, they I were trying to part the seas between the moms to, like, get to each other. Well, that, really that's, intense. I mean, we only got a little little uh, situation, but Oh, what, my God. Is that the, an ex-girlfriend? Yeah, I that's think it's the an ex. only it explanation. Be, right? I think it's an ex. That was but like. When did she, but when did this happen? Because she was with Mike, remember? Right, and she made it look like that Lena knew. You know what I mean? Something about it when she like looked at Lena and kept being like, Oh, I didn't think of that, but that's a great idea. Like, it seemed like to me that it was something that Lena knew about, maybe not remembers, but like Lena's heard about the experience in my mind. Maybe just it, hasn't seen her face to face. Yeah. It also feels significant because right. if it was like a couple like nights of going out, it would have been like, oh, yes, we met before. But it wouldn't be like, oh, um, you might have hurt me and I might not have forgiven you. Well, I have a feeling it actually was the first lady experience. Oh, um, that's genius. Yeah. You know, because it would make sense for it to be like an experimental for her and like them get caught in it. But for... Yes. You know, that it completely changed routes, and she's married now. Her husband probably doesn't know she dated a woman at some point. Oh, so um, Anton Maslowski really said that, and I don't know, I mean, I'm assuming this is true, because I don't know where he would have found it, but Tess was Steph's BFF in high school, who she had a crush on until she got a boyfriend. She was utterly heartbroken. Oh. There's more to it. Than That's that. so less salacious than we want. Yeah, there's more to it than that. So Tess. So they were never Teff. Nah. <laughs> Stess. 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 Oh, oh my God! You Did guys... she tell that story at once? Has she? Tess was the girl <gasps> that her dad caught her cuddling with in high school and that's why she had to go to therapy oh my god I have the worst memory I like barely remember this but like the fact that everybody else does like I vaguely remember it how could you guys have forgotten that so but like was I still right though that it was like the first like like the first no well I don't know it it doesn't really you know Lizette tweeted at me um, Abigail tweeted at me Anton tweeted at me 
they all know because they're heard. like super duper swooper fans. Maybe they should host this show. We're just getting old, Always. I think. Are we getting replaced? I feel like Probably. we're just like the younger, hotter versions of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we're just getting really old. Lizette oh can be me. Um, oh, wow. That, whoa. How long do you think the writers have like thought about bringing that character in? That's genius. For a long time. I love that so much. Um, Tommy Castronova said, do one thing every day that scares you. That's Eleanor Roosevelt. Oh, that's um, what she said. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not what I said. I said, make one bold decision a day. It's not the same thing. <laughs> I need someone on the show to call Grace out and to be like, hey, your back tattoo with that quote, like, that's not, you didn't make that up. Well, she doesn't have a tattoo, Hannah. I was talking- oh, I was going to say, wait, did I miss the tattoo part? <laughs> well, I was talking to the actress that plays Grace today, so hopefully she'll be on. Oh, great. Yeah, great. we're working that out uh, right now. Hmm? Cool. She we'll, seems we'll, like a little delightful. We'll lay into her. Oh, oh yeah. no, you gotta be nice. I'm not trying to book Courtney. Whatever. Oh, uh, who? <laughs> Bring them in together. I would love what is to it? see, like... Does Grace have a bed skirt, and was it white? It was beige, Some... and yes, and everyone tweeted me about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm so proud. <laughs> and also, can we talk about her lingerie? Because I super duper liked it, and I was like... Yeah, it was really cute. That was really cute. I don't know if it would look that way on me, but, like, I want it. It was cute without being too slutty. Yeah, exactly. Like, like mine. It was all in the pose. Wow. It was oh very like God. bony. That arm up. How, how long have you shot been ver- that? Ever since you've been verified, I feel like I'm finding so much more about you. Oh my God, thank you so much. You're I'm welcome. only dating verified people as well. So, um, it's <laughs> you going have really to. well. <laughs> um, wait, okay. Oh, wait, wait, we need to go back to J- Jason. J- Jesus. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. So we mentioned Gabe, and he's helping. He's used to build the treehouse, which might or might not be happening, but it sounds like right. they're going to happen. Uh, that whole senior project thing is complicated. Yeah. Especially with Mariana now needing to find one. Yeah, and I don't really... Okay, so now, though, Jesus is just making it because he wants to make it, correct? Yes. Like, he's not really getting anything school-wise from it or whatnot. He's just making it because he wants to. Yes. Okay. So, I have a couple questions. My, my first question is, why are the seniors, Callie, doing a senior project, and why are the juniors, Mariana and Jesus, doing a senior project? So, Callie already did her senior project. Oh, that project. Yeah, yes. So why would they be doing it early? Um, I thought they wanted to do it, or no, they should be doing it their junior year, right? Or start it their junior year. So, start it. Yeah, so what yeah. my understanding was, it was like an idea that you had to like start to think about, and then yeah. they are doing it for a family, so oh. I would assume the summer would be the easiest time to work right. on something like that. And they wanted to do it for Jesus secretly, because he didn't know oh. that by him doing it early would potentially allow him to be a senior. Like, if it went over well and he could prove that he was, like, oh, able that was or whatnot. Why. Yeah. yeah. Genius. And then, so do we think the vice president knew that when he canceled all junior projects? Totally. Oh, man. Okay, so my other question was regarding Callie and her senior project. Mm-hmm. They mentioned that she'll be graduating in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And they also said she needs to st- start applying to colleges. This is a little bit late in that timeline. Uh, 100%. Is that just like the show needed to speed things up? Yeah, I think so. Because I think think more so they were saying to Kelly, you've like, you're behind on all of these things. You have a lot to do in the next couple months. You should be like with Robert and focusing on the things you have to get done now. Okay. Maybe they said you need have things, you a lot to do in a couple months and not graduate in a couple months. Just because like that's uh, too late to apply. No, I mean, (laughs) she may be... Okay. They said she's turning 18 in, in six months, so. Oh, okay. I was confused with the timeline. Or uh, maybe she only has a couple months to finish her applications? Well, like, looking at Brandon, he's a senior, and he already applied and got accepted co- to college. And got it revoked. 
<laughs> but I actually think that I was one of the, like the last people to apply for college. Like when everybody else knew. Oh really? By the spring, I did not know yet because I was like, oh. you know, okay. just really taking my sweet old time on applying. <laughs> It all worked out. I got in and I went, so it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, interesting. I um, it's interesting having Gabe there and like he told Jesus you might not be a senior next year, right? And and it was interesting watching the way that him and Steph are like at odds with each other, and it seems more. It actually seems more like a jealousy thing from Steph than it does protection kind of thing. I think it more as things are really, really, really stressful right now and I have five children and I'm doing the best I can as a mom and I don't need somebody to question my decisions because certainly I don't know that I'm doing it right. Yeah. And so I just want to do it in my way. Right. And like, and it's so weird. Well, not weird, but then it's like sad watching these two storylines of both of them and knowing that Gabe is just trying to parent. You know what I mean? And like find his way to parent and then the minute that he says hey Zeus at the same time as our like getting him that to calm look, down. Oh darts. my gosh. I know and I and I hate unnecessary drama in shows and people yeah. who like behave irrationally and so for Gabe then to come in and say like you know I messed up and you're right to be mad and this was my massive mistake. I was like thank you for being a mature Right. Adult. Not, TV shows don't always give us that. Exactly. And Gabe's like legit doing a good job. And, and he's only been a father, you know, in theory, for like, like a year and a half. For real. He doesn't have the practice. No. And I think that when it comes down to it with Jesus's um, TB, TBI, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always feel like I'm going to say, like, the wrong like thing. Like STI. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? TMJ. Um, but I think that he's going to be the one that knows how to handle his anger better than the two mamas. And that's where they're going to have to kind of, like, fall on their sword and let him be more present and allow him to help in a way that they all understand. Well, I think they kind of foreshadowed that in the preview yeah. when Lena said, like, I'm scared of him. It's yeah. like, well, Gabe needs to be around because, and they even showed in the preview, you know, Gabe holding him back from right. the previous episode. So it's like, obviously, he's, and also, like, we have to remember, you know, Gabe kind of, like, swooped in and he's also not that great mentally himself. Yeah. And he's working on himself and he's also trying to be, like, there for his son and be, sort of like a role model, I would think. You know, I was really surprised that he stepped up immediately. and was like, well, I can get this donated. I can get this done. Like, let's, is it okay? Let's do it. Right. That to me was very sweet. Yes. And uncharacteristic of the Gabe that we've seen because he's one to flee and disappear. And he's like, now I'm making a commitment to stay. And desire to be a role model or not, he is a role model. Yes, he is. Especially with so few uh, male examples in Jesus' life. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know if Jesus has quite a connection with Mike. We obviously haven't seen that in a while. Danny Nucci directed this episode, so that was really cool. Um, And he he wasn't in it. I believe it was his directorial debut. It was. Which is really exciting, and Joanna Johnson wrote it. Only well, did a great um, job. And you know, I just I think Gabe is very important. Yeah. And I think he will be very important this season. And I really hope we do get to learn a little more and see the twins interact with him and meet him. <laughs> <laughs> and meet him for you. Mm-hmm. I think that we've now set up the garage as a uh, a uh, a living like quarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see Brandon moving there to then go to community college. Oh. He could leave in the garage. Yes. It's now it's now finished. There's I white walls. I support that. Yeah. So yeah. that could be interesting. Yeah, there was like fake shiplap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'll just be <laughs> a little like, bit yeah. more uh, um, acceptable for like a child. Um, I don't know. 
Yes. Expe- I support that. Not acceptable. Not 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 like living at home, but like still sharing a room when you're in college right. with your high school brothers. Like a lot. <laughs> no, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and then did we miss Jude this episode? We hot did. second. I know. In and out. Um, I'm so excited though because we're going to be talking about the preview for next week right now. Okay, I'm not saying spoiler because I don't know anything, but we did <laughs> no. see Noah. Yay! We saw Noah in the preview. Oh, Jella. I'm like, I got really confused because I'm like, yeah, I know we saw Jesus. Yeah, um, he I was keep in calling him Kamala Epstein. <laughs> it's really like messing me up that his name is the name of one of the actors. It's ah, Kamala Harris Epstein. No, it's Kamala. Come Ka- up. What's his name? Kam- Kamala. I don't. Kamala. Kamala Harris. Wait, now you're confusing me. Kamala. Kamala <laughs> <laughs> Harris is the our senator. senator from California. I of her. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Kamala. What is Noah's name? Just, Wait, I'm gonna look g- it up on Twitter. Like, look, okay. everyone's gonna trash us right now. This is like really. Uh, oh my god! We got... Oh my god! Kamala Harris comes up first. Wait, I can't. Is his find name it. Kamala? No, it's, um, I don't know what it is. Uh, we got the, it's really we got close. the Epstein part, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's so offensive. No, oh but we, we, we see Noah and Hazy. Yeah, Noah, God. Which Noah what an interesting Joa. little um. Uh, I'll stop smoking weed if you stop playing video games. I'm like, I don't know if that's like an equal trade, but like maybe it is. <laughs> I don't We'll see. I was like, that's really interesting. Um, granted, it is annoying when you're dating somebody who's constantly playing video games. But I mean, if you're... Well, I guess it is an equal trade because it's Kalama, like... Not Kalama. 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 Like, if you're boring them with video games, the only thing you can do is get high behind them. So I get Okay, I guess that would make sense. Like, it forces them both to get up and do things. Well, we'll see. We'll see what their relationship... Their uh, relationship seems very supportive. Oh, Totally. Totally. Not that I've seen those in real life. But, um, yes. No, I like that. We also saw... Aaron is back. So Ellie excited. Fletcher. They're going on a fancy date. That looked fancy. I'm really, really happy about that. Oh my god, I can't wait to hear what he's been Agreed. doing. Agreed. But like, when is he going to come in? We're working on it. Like, he's that... in demand. Uh... We're working on it. What are y'all most looking forward to for next episode? Uh, Aaron. Okay. Anything, you, any specific Aaron predictions you can give me? Um, no, that we're just going to see more of the relationship, which I'm super stoked about. And I think he's going to help her with the art projects, et cetera. And, um, and I'm excited that, because I didn't get to talk about it as much as I would like, I'm excited that Kerr is back on the show and that it is definitely guaranteed that he will be in more episodes because he will be watching Callie more. So, um, I am very, very happy about that. Okay. In terms of Callie's romantic life, we've never labeled her sexuality mm-hmm. we've only assumed heterosexuality is there a possibility what, what would you feel if uh there was like a moment with their our derby girl oh i'd say go for it sis i don't think it like you know d- d- i i don't know i don't think callie is somebody that would even like want to ever define herself on something yeah. you know what i mean that she would like be like i could be all over the place it's never even something that she's brought up even when yeah. we had um from girls united Yes. Um, what was his name? I forget. From Girls United. Ah, yes. That was going through transitioning. Oh, Paul. Cole. Cole. Cole played Cole. Yeah, so like during that whole situation when, you know, Cole asked her to the dance and everything, it was never, nothing is ever a big deal with her. So I yeah. feel like, especially because we oh, don't. you're saying she's dated across the gender spectrum. Well, yes. not, yeah, but not even dated, just like never even thought of like placing a label on anybody or yeah. defining anybody. and. You know, Jude was labelless for so long because right. he was trying to figure out what he was, and I just think that she's like very accepting and very queer. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think she's just anything that she feels. 
yeah, is what she's she going to put out. Yeah, she yeah. does. She's just a lover. And I think it's pretty cool because, Even, you know, we don't have characters on TV that just do that. Yeah. We don't. Even if she's not queer, I could see her, you know, like, let's say Jimena, like, kisses her, like, gives her a drink, kisses her. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can only kiss people if you have a drink in you. Uh, <laughs> let's say she kisses her. I could see Callie being like, oh, I don't know. This I'm not actually into this, right? You know. Well, but here's, like, but like, thank you. Exactly, like, but flattery. not being like, get away from me. But just being like, ah, oh, that was nice. Well, but like, I don't know. I know we talked predictions a little bit, the two of us. But I want to ask you, since you are the host of an LGBTQ podcast. Oh, LGBTQ and yes. I love that podcast. <laughs> I do too. Do you think it is important for someone like Callie to label what she is? Um, I um. So I go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, my official answer. <laughs> did you want my official one? Yeah. Okay. I, I firmly believe that labels are they they can find you and they put pressures on you, but they're so incredibly important because they allow you to know that there are other people out there like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you said like I like boys and girls and like that's hard to Google, but bisexuality <laughs> you can sure. Google. Yeah. You can like find other people like you. Um, labeling yourself also allows you to be counted. And if you have, like, a large enough mass, you can vote. You know, you can, like, create political change. And also labeling yourself allows you to form and find other community members. So it's massively important. Right. I'm so glad I asked you that. Thank you. Yeah, and I really loved that answer. Thank you. Yeah, I loved that. You would love LGBTQ and a with Jeffrey Masters. Then. Oh my gosh, and I hear the host is verified. <laughs> he is. <laughs> um, does anybody have any other predictions before we close this show down? I think we need to just let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Support. This was so much fun. Yay! Yeah. Um, we mentioned my verified Twitter. That'll be the last time all season. I, I'll say that. I swear to God. But I'm on at Jeff Masters one. Uh, we're looking forward to continuing the conversation. What about you, Jillian? Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Leff. And y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude. We'll see you next Tuesday with Steph back in the chair. Good night. Yeah. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 